Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today, and I'm so glad you joined us today. I'm always honored when people take a little bit of time out of their busy day to spend with me. Today we're going to be talking about the children's sports and fitness industry. Uh, recently read some information on that, and it says that the children's sports market is a $19.2 billion industry in the U.S. Sports activity helps children develop and improve cognitive skills, according to a study that tracked kids from kindergarten through fourth grade. Physical activity in general is associated with improved academic achievement, including grades and standardized test scores. These activities can affect attitudes and academic behavior, including enhanced concentration, attention, improved classroom behavior. So today my guest is Matt Jr. He is the Director of National Sales with Skyhawk Sports Academy. Um, and they are one of the nation's leading youth sports provider with operations in over 30 states, three countries, and 40 years of experience, over 2 million families have trusted Skyhawks with teach, uh, to teach their children skills, life skills through sports. So help me in welcoming Matt Jr. to the show. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you, Linda. Uh, appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. You know, this is a really um, important industry right now because I know a lot of the programs have been cut from public schools. So kids don't really mm -hmm. have the opportunity to get that in when they go to school. And, of course, that's a whole different story because, folks, in case you're listening to this recording, this is September the 18th. 2020. Need I say more? So Matt, before we get started, tell us a little bit about your history in franchising and how you connected with Skyhawks. Sure. Yep. So um, I'll just give a, a little history on um, my experience with Skyhawk as a company. So I've been with uh, this organization for just shy of nine years. And um, I'm based out of Orange County, California. And so for, for most of that time, um, for, for just under eight years, I was uh, what, we, what we have as an area manager um, in one of our corporate territories here. So uh, I ran the day-to-day -day operations, really everything from hiring coaches to scheduling programs to, you know, coaching the kids to managing the budget, um, all really everything that, that happens in this market I, I handled. And then over the last year, year and a half, um, I've transitioned into our, our franchise side of the company and, and started help to, you know, to grow the franchise brand. And so 
um, you know, the good thing about what I've, I've done is, or what I've learned over those eight years is um, a lot of the day-to-day of an area manager, of a corporate area manager is very similar to the day-to-day of a, of a franchise owner for us. Um, so I'm able to take a lot of what I've learned and then teach this to, um, you know, to, to new franchise owners and, and to really set them up for success and um, give them some of my best practices. So mm-hmm. uh, excited mm-hmm. to be on that side of the business. Uh, as far as the company, we have been, uh, like you said, we've been around for over 40 years, but we've been franchising since 2011. Um, so, so just under 10 years uh, of franchising, and that's where we really see the future of our business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when, when we're talking about children's sports, let's talk a little bit about what, what is it the services that you offer? What does that look like, Matt? Sure. Yeah, so there's a few things that I'll highlight um, about what we do. And so, you know, in general, we are a, a educational, recreational youth sports uh, provider. Um, so just, you know, at a very basic level, what we do is offer camps, you know, summer camps, Monday through Friday type type operations. And we offer after-school programs and, and year-round programs. But um, to get a little bit deeper into the details of, of the things that we do, um, we do have uh, two brands that fall under uh, the Skyhawks franchise umbrella. So we have Super Tot Sports Academy, uh, which is our early childhood uh, and childhood development program. So this is as young as 18 months, um, up to five years old. Uh, and so mm-hmm. that is a you know, a program that's focused on uh, what we call physical literacy. So really, you know, the building blocks of movement, um, you know, kind of translates to a variety of different sports. So sort of laying that foundation on how to move. But on top of that, really just learning how the world works. You know, this may be the first time that they've ever had to uh, take instructions from somebody other than their parent um, or Mm -hmm. socialize with peers and and encourage their peers and, and wait their turn, even something as simple as that. And so, there's a lot of, when we talk about the, the life lessons through sports, there's a ton that are coming from uh, the Super Tots brand and that Super Tots experience. And then the other brand is, is Skyhawk Sports Academy, which is, is a bigger brand, and this is our more elementary school age group. So um, we cover ages from four up to 14, and we have a variety of different um, programs, so camps, after-school programs, classes, year-round, you know, year-round style classes. Um, and the nice thing about what we do is that we are not focused on one sport. Uh, we, uh, we, have, we have a variety of sports. So we have up to 10 different sports in a bunch of different formats. So um, it's really important at a young age to be exposed to a variety of different sports rather than specializing in just one. One, I mean, you're going to just get skills from, from some sports that you're not going to get from others. And two, um, you know, we're going to sort of mitigate that risk of burnout. You know, the, the earlier you start mm-hmm. to specialize in a sport, um, the higher the chance of burning out. And, and obviously that's not something we want to experience. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think we have a, a real competitive advantage there with the, the diverse offerings that mm-hmm. we have uh, under our menu. You know, Matt, what you're describing, it sounds to me like gym class, you know, where <laughs> you were exposed to a lot of different sports and sure. um, a lot of different activities. That's what it kind of sounds like to me. So when you, when you say yeah. that um, that are are these uh, co-ed classes or are mm-hmm. they uh, they are co-ed? Mm-hmm. They are co-ed. Yep. Our vision is to 
you know, to provide a sports opportunity uh, for for every age, you know, for every for every race, for every gender, for every skill ability. Um, you know, this we look at us as as chapter one. You know, that that first mm-hmm. step into athletics, and so. The, the phys ed comparison is great because, um, you know, when we, when we teach a variety of different sports, and I'll, I'll go back to the times when I used to hire instructors uh, for our programs, I, I would basically say that to them is you're, you're less of a baseball coach per se uh, and more of a phys ed instructor because we're not mm-hmm. getting to the point where we're t- talking about game strategy yet. What you need to teach these children is, is how to throw, how to run, how to catch, how mm-hmm. to develop hand-eye coordination on how to hit. And so that is, is definitely – uh, phys ed base. And then on top of that, you may teach a basketball camp the following week. So you go from baseball to basketball and then possibly soccer the following week. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so there needs to be some versatility in the instructor. So it is very phys ed based. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, where do you host these, these classes? Uh, do you work with the public school system? And if kids mm-hmm. are being homeschooled, because we know a lot of kids are being homeschooled these days, what do you do in that sure. case? Yeah, so um, yeah, the way we operate is is we partner with local youth-based organizations. So in most cases, we don't have any brick-and-mortar facilities. Uh, there are a few franchise owners across the country that, that do have their own, but in most cases, it's it's local partnerships. So like you said, uh, public and private schools, you know, school districts, uh, parks and recreation departments, you know, local municipalities are, are uh, easily our, our most common partner. But they can also range from boys and girls clubs, YMCA's, um, you know, semi-pro to pro sports leagues, local sports leagues, anywhere really that it's a youth-based focus um, and they have the facility and a little bit of infrastructure to support this. Uh, those are potential partners for us. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, the the question about homeschooling is is uh, you know is, is obviously on point right now because um, it seems as everybody's homeschooling even if they didn't choose to. Uh, right. So we've done a few different things. So luckily, uh, as far as in-person programming goes, uh, many of our partners uh, have, have opened the doors so that we are able to run in-person programs. So at least get the kids out of the house, uh, socializing with their peers, up and moving, kind of breaking a sweat and getting the heart rate going. Um, but on top of that, we've also introduced virtual, um, which we've been doing since May. And so that's a new line of business for us that's, that's available to all our franchisees as well. So uh, some exciting stuff going on there with, with the virtual stuff. We've really tried to um, – it's, it's a challenge to, to do physical uh, activities in a virtual setting uh, without breaking everything in your living room. So, um, you know, we've, we've, we've done quite a bit on uh, really modifying our curriculum, you know, modifying the, uh, the experience, but still keeping that really high quality of, of engaging with the kids and, and making sure it's not just kind of like a webinar where they're tuned into somebody that they don't know and they don't get to engage with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, because they could pull that up on YouTube if that's what they were looking for. Um, you know, right. cause there's tons of that on there, but, but that's totally different than what you guys are providing for them. Yeah. You know, when we started doing virtual and, and I spearheaded a lot of this was I didn't want it to be where, uh, it was just, you know, a coach in their living room threw on their phone and, and had a Zoom call and it was, you know, there was right. no thought or production value behind it. So we've done, you know, we, we, we've, uh, everything we do here, we try to we do with excellence. And so even on this, the virtual side, it's something that we've uh, put a lot of time and effort into. Like even in my garage here, uh, we've kind of built out a whole little studio, you know, and then we lay some turf down when we need to. And then we have, 
you know, branding everywhere. And, and you know, uh, luckily I'm into photography, so I have a nice camera, so the, the image quality is good. And so, you know, we, we try to make sure that experience, um, you know, is, uh, is on par with what you would get if you would come to one of our in-person programs. Sure. Sure. So let's talk a little bit, Matt, about what that franchisee um, experience would look like. So from the beginning, mm-hmm. are you looking for coaches as prospective franchisees or teachers? Uh, not necessarily, uh, although that, that certainly helps. Um, you know, and I think the reason that really helps is because when I start a discovery process with a, a, a potential franchisee, it's, we need to make sure that we align on, on why we want to do this. You know, I think if, if your goal is to come into an industry, you, said, you know, you mentioned you threw out some pretty big numbers to start this conversation. And if that's the reason mm-hmm. you're coming in just to get a piece of that pie, you, you might miss the essence of, of why we do what we do. And so uh, if you're coming in as a teacher or a coach, and I think, you know, the foundation of this, of, of being there for the kids, providing an opportunity for the kids is it, we're going to align on that. So that's a, a good foot to start off on. Um, but for us, really, when, when we're talking about buyers and we're, and we're looking for buyers, there's a couple of things that we really want to look for. So um, having some sort of business experience, it doesn't have to be in franchising. It doesn't even have to be in, in youth sports or recreation, but, you know, just sort of being able to understand, um, you know, a P&L, uh, really understand, you know, your, your own um, financials and, and uh, the opportunities and, and the options you have for funding. Um, you know, some sales and management skills are really important because, you know, like I had mentioned, the, the way that we operate is we partner with different organizations. So that the more sales you can bring on and, you know, the more partners you can bring on, uh, the bigger your business is going to get. And then on top of that, you've got coaches, you have part-time instructors. So there's, there's a lot of management involved there as well. So those mm-hmm. are the things that we look for right from the start, um, you know, when we're, we're going through the discovery process. Sure. So, you know, if you're if you're looking at a teacher, maybe one that did not want to go back into the classroom this mm-hmm. season, uh, just didn't feel safe about that. Uh, a lot of the teachers don't necessarily have maybe the business skills. They may not have um, the business development skills. What type mm-hmm. of training do you put them through other than just the training for the different sports? What other training do you put them through? Yeah, and, and that's actually where most of our support and training goes to. It's, it's more on the, the sales, the marketing, the, the daily operations, more so on that than uh, on the actual coaching because, um, you know, we're also going to put – we have modules and, and, and training methods for coaches specifically. Uh, but, we're, we're, you know, when we're bringing on a franchise owner, we want to train them on how to be a business owner and how to be successful in that business. So, um, you know, the first thing that they're going to do once the deal is executed is that they're going to spend some time with us um, up at our corporate office, and we're going to go through uh, our sales training. But then where they really get the support on the sales is, is as soon as that's done, we flip it and we go to their territory, and we're spending time in their, their local area going to meetings, you know, with these local organizations, setting up partnerships, you know, uh, securing these facilities and, and, and building out a strategy based off of our 40 years of experience that we know is going to, uh, you know, set them up for success. So that's right from the start. And then, you know, that really doesn't end. So we, they have, uh, every franchise owner has uh, a point of contact in our corporate office that's, you know, focused on sales. Um, so, you know, as they start to, to get more comfortable with our sales process, they may not use that person as often, but 
that person is always there and, and, and we're happy to run sales campaigns for our franchise owners if that's something that they desire. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about them getting out into the community and letting the community know who they are and what they do comes to the point where they need coaches. How do mm-hmm. they, how do I, they identify those coaches? Is that something that, um, that you guys help them with? Absolutely. Yes. Because that's, uh, in what we do, our coaches are everything. Um, we are a service-based industry, so if you know the better our coaches are, the better our programs are. So we know where to look. And, and as an area manager, you know uh, my past experience that was my my primary focus and and a, a super high priority for me. So um, we help them find these coaches. So we're looking at um, you know local universities and colleges. Um, and then, you know, as general as putting things on their career boards and just, you know, looking for anybody that's looking for part-time work, but your best instructors are, are really coming from um, uh, departments of that school that, that make sense or that are related to, to what we do. So I would always reach out to professors in uh, kinesiology, early childhood education, uh, phys ed, uh, coaching, you know, just education in general, you know, and even and one I always like to throw out is even theater. Um, because with our kids being so young and, and this being a very introductory uh, experience, you know, we have to make this fun. Uh, it's almost like the coach is putting on a little bit of a show. So I'll even look for, for theater majors uh, that feel comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, kind of getting in front of a group of kids and a group of parents and making everybody laugh and, and just really putting mm-hmm. on a, a top-notch show. So, mm-hmm. so that's where we look mm-hmm. there. You know, also obviously the, the local uh, high school and college athletes, you know, are, are, are usually good candidates for us. And, and then even teachers, you know, full-time teachers that, um, you know, are looking for summer work, you know, our summer season is mm-hmm. our biggest and, and highest volume season. So uh, we hire quite a few uh, full-time teachers as, as summer instructors. So when a franchisee so, gets ready to launch, how many coaches do you anticipate or you prepare them to have when they're launching mm-hmm. their business? I'm sure that depends on the time of the year that they're opening their doors, clearly. It does, yeah. And and it also depends on, on how uh, aggressive they're going to be with their programming for that first year and, or that first season. But in general – if somebody's coming into starting up a brand new territory and, and we're starting from scratch, we, we typically tell them to expect to hire somewhere between seven to 12 instructors. Um, and then within that, we have two types of instructors. We have directors and we have coaches. Directors for us are, are more of the, the head coach of that program, of that camp or that mm-hmm. class. And then coaches are going to be uh, more of the assistant. So anywhere from like that 19 to 23 year old um, is kind of the, the average age of our instructors. But obviously we have some that are a little bit younger and even some that are older too. You know, they're talking about a full-time teacher um, that wants to work, uh, you know, summer hours. Um, obviously they're mm-hmm. going to be probably older than 23. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you're, when you're looking at, um, um, for a franchisee to launch their business, you're not, you're, you earlier said that it's not necessarily a brick and mortar, um, but what type of equipment can they expect mm-hmm. to need before, you know, when they are going out to these sports camps? Right. So one of the things that, that we see a lot of value in, in, in our franchise fee is that we reserve a, a portion of that as a credit for equipment. Um, and we've found that a lot of our, our new franchisees really appreciate that. 
so we, we save that until we have, we're done going through the sales process uh, and securing the partnerships and setting up the different sports programs. And then we can order efficiently, um, you know, based off of whatever we're offering. So, you know, we do a lot of different sports. So some sports are more equipment uh, intensive than others. You know, we do, we do mm-hmm. golf and we do lacrosse and we do some multi-sport programs, which obviously are going to need more equipment than say a flag football program, which is really just, you know, cones, balls and, and flags. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it really just depends. And, and um, so we'll work with the franchisee on, you know, how they, they schedule out a season, making sure that there's, let's say if they want to do golf and lacrosse, they're not stacking four or five of the golf, uh, golf and lacrosse programs in, in one week and rather just spreading them across the summer. So you're only ordering maybe one set of equipment uh, or two versus five. Um, mm-hmm. And so that'll cut down costs. And, and, and most, in most cases, franchise owners do not need to put out uh, much more, if any, uh, additional funds for equipment uh, on top of that, that um, sorry, that credit for the first year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I said earlier that this is September 2020. Um, can you tell me, I know you mentioned that, that you had put together some videos and um, for um, during this pandemic time, how else have you been able to support your franchisees as mm-hmm. we're all just kind of floundering? None of us knew we were going to be here. We thought it was just going to be a two-week and done back in March, and that didn't happen. Sure. So how, yep. have you, um, how have you all supported them? Yeah, so the, the good news is that uh, not a single franchise owner, um, you know, in our family has, has shut their doors during this pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. They've all withstood this and things are opening up. You know, we, we operate across the country, so some areas are, are moving a little bit quicker than others. Um, but, but like I said, that, that's the good news is that everybody's still, still operating. Um, and even on our corporate side, we haven't furloughed anybody uh, either. And, and I, you know, we're, we're proud of that fact. Um, I know that's not the case for our entire industry. Um, so we've at least been able, to, from from the support side, been able to fire on all cylinders for our franchise owners. But some of the other things that we've done, um, introducing that line of that new line of business in virtual, is something that we handled on the corporate side, uh, and we offered as as a national offering, but um, was provided to all of our franchise owners. So any child or family that registered um, from one of our franchise territories, so we can track the zip codes. Um, they are they are getting the revenue for that. It's not something that's uh, you know taken by the corporate side. So you know we're doing a lot of the the, the heavy lifting on on operating these virtual programs, um, mm-hmm. but they're they're getting the benefit of the revenue. So that's something that we've done. And another thing is we've been flexible with with royalties um, during this time, as we know revenue isn't coming in um, as they're used to. So we've been very flexible mm-hmm. on that too. And and. You know, I'll, I'll probably say this a few times throughout our, our call today, but, you know, we really do look at our, our franchise group and our, 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 you know, this whole team as a family. And so when, when one's struggling, we're all struggling, and, and we want to make sure that, um, you know, we're not turning our back on anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, Matt, what I've seen is the franchises that have, um, have done better than others those that have been able uh, a little mm-hmm. quicker, those that have been more flexible. Um, and they, that has all come from a strong leadership team. And clearly mm-hmm. the 40 plus years of experience in this industry has helped y'all to do that very thing. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Um, 
yeah, shout out to uh, to our COO and President Jason Frazier because he has just been, you know, a, a rock star from from the top, um, and just really making us all feel comfortable with what's going on. You know, keeping us motivated, um, giving us, you know, each individual on our team uh, an opportunity to to have a voice and and be creative. So I think that's the name of the game right now is is like you had mentioned pivoting, uh, being creative, innovating. Um, you know, this is unprecedented. We we don't. We've never seen this before, and so uh, we had to to think on our feet a little bit. And so, um, yeah, luckily I, I think our team is strong there, and and we were able to to do some things uh, that that kept us open. We were one of the first in this industry to start offering in-person programs again. So we started camps mm. in early June. Um, you know, we spent a lot of time uh, researching, learning, listening to to local, um, you know. Um, governance on, on cleaning and, right. and safety procedures. And so, you know, what we've done is we've, we've put together some protocols and policies that are, you know, COVID-19 uh, specific that, that we share with our local partners. And, um, you know, in many cases, a lot of them came back and, and really appreciated that we took the time to do that to, to make sure we can get programs going in. And, and even more so, they a lot of them adopted a lot of those policies that we, that mm. we put forth for them uh, for some of their other programs. So, so yeah, that's that's been great. Um, yeah, and, and just yeah. one other thing on that, I'll, that I'll mention is um, I'm not sure if you're even aware, but we have a parent company uh, in Stack Sports, which is uh, based in Texas, and uh, just a, a really amazing company that uh, has a portfolio of, of just shy of, of 30 uh, companies in the youth sports industry, and so mm-hmm. really just uh, paved the way for us to. To, to keep operating, to keep pushing forward through this, and, and we're really supportive in, in what we were doing on the Skyhawk side, um, so that way we can uh, keep moving forward. Yeah, like I said, it all goes back to the leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so critical. And you know, for those people that are listening, and you think, "Oh, well, I can do this on my own." Well, when a, a challenge, a crisis, and we don't predict that. No Mm -hmm. one had in their marketing plan from 2019 that in 2020 they would be faced with a pandemic. None of us were prepared for that, right? So what what happens is when you're aligned with a company that has strong leadership, then you don't have to figure it out yourself. Um, somebody else is doing that. So that's one of the advantages. And folks, if you're listening out there, again, that's one of the advantages of being um, part of a franchise. Because if they don't have it figured out, they can figure it out much quicker than you can. Mm-hmm. So um, right. I, I I think that's so critical. Matt, we're down to the commercial break here. Um, I'd love to hear some stories. Do you have any stories you can share when we come back from commercial? Sure, I can think of one or two. I bet you can. So, <laughs> so we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more from Matt Jr. with Skyhawk. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. 
If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Jest Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Biostetos, and I'm here today with Matt Jr. with Skyhawks. Um, Matt, when we broke for commercial break, I asked if you happen to have some stories you could share with us. <laughs> yep. Um, so I, I thought a lot about this, uh, and there's probably a lot of different ways that I could go. Uh, with with these stories, just from being uh, from from uh, the, the perspective of, of working with the children to to also being on the franchise side and working with our franchise owners. So, uh, given that this is an all all things franchising um, conversation, I, I think I'll stick to the franchising side. So, um, yeah, a lot of uh, people come to the table with different goals and and aspirations for for being a business owner, and sometimes it's to uh, combine, you know, that, that passion that they have for, for sports and working with children with a career, or, you know, maybe they're looking for a, a return on their investment. And that's something that we absolutely support. And we want to, we want to help somebody reach that goal. Um, so I think something that, that we're proud of, uh, you know, an anecdote from that, that we're proud of over the last couple of years is we had one of our franchise owners who, who took on um, a corporate territory. So it was a, it was a resale for us. Um, made a, a $200,000 investment uh, into the program, uh, and five years later uh, has flipped that and now sold it for seven figures. And so oh, um, something my. I think that's, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, the, the scalability of this is, is there. Um, you know, if, if it's not your goal to, to ultimately sell, then that's totally fine. And we would love to have people as part of our family as, as long as possible. But um, I think in most cases, you know, when you're when you're getting that biggest payday of your life, uh, that's a, a big time for celebration. So we celebrate that um, that franchise owner, and, and luckily, there's you know we still keep them part of our family uh, in a little bit of a different way, but uh, just something that that you know we're we're really happy for them and, and they're able to reach that goal. Yeah, that's really nice because people may not know what kind of um, what kind of money they could look at making with. Mm-hmm. Teaching kids sports, you know, they may not think that there's a lot of money to be made out there, but clearly this is mm-hmm. a big lucrative industry, isn't it, Matt? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, over 50% of our franchise owners um, own multiple territories, and so that's really where you start to see the potential in, in any franchise model. 
when you start to take on new units and new territories and, and you know, have more control over, over a region or a market, um, you know, there's a ton of potential there. And so, um, you know, we're happy that a lot of our franchise owners are taking that next step. And uh, whether it's at the start or, or, you know, a couple of years in or during the renewal period, um, they're taking on more and growing their business. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Matt, we're getting close to the end of the show. If somebody's listening now and they'd like to know more about Skyhawks and how they uh, can find out more about the franchise opportunity and just the services that you guys offer, where would they go? How would they find that? Yeah, there's, the easiest thing is they, they fire up the computer and, and go right to skyhawks.com, um, so S-K-Y-H-A-W-K-S.com. Um, and so just on that homepage there, just doing a little surfing around, you, you're going to see all the services that we offer, uh, the different sports. Um, you know, some of the things that I didn't even really get into much today is, um, you know, we have some, some very unique offerings in, in um, some esports that we've started to do, uh, some mm. STEM-based programming that we're excited about. Awesome. Um, and some, yeah, and some really, uh, some really awesome strategic partners on the national level. So you can find out more about that there. And then um, on that webpage, there's a, there's a link for the franchise website. So if you go to that franchise website, you're going to find, you know, more information about becoming a franchise owner, how to get involved, um, and how to start the process, and on who to reach out to, and, and, and you know, we'll start the process of, of the discovery and, and hopefully uh, adding more to our family. Um, and on yeah. top of that, if, if, you know, if they want to look up any of our social channels, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter um, under the same username on each. So at Skyhawk Sports uh, is where they can wonderful. look that up. That's wonderful. So we're down to those final three questions here. The first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest mm-hmm. they do to prepare for this process? Yeah, I think uh, as, as much as we want them to come to us, I think it's important to explore a few different opportunities um, so you can compare apples to apples um, and, and make the right choice for, for, you know, for you and your family. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, really understand your own financials and, and what you're willing and able to do. Um, and on top of that, get familiar with the f- different funding opportunities that are available for, for new business owners. Um, and then for us, what makes it easier on our end is if a, a prospect comes to the table and, and they can define their goals um, and communicate those to us, it makes the process much easier and we can move along much faster um, and we can really carve out something that um, we know is going to be exactly what you want um, and set you up mm-hmm. for success. Mm-hmm. This is not a decision that is made overnight. So it is Absolutely important not. for people to do their homework uh, at a time. So for you to kind of encourage them to get an idea of what they want, what's their passion, that's, that's critical before you even start looking at different brands and concepts, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Definitely, yep. You know, and I think um, – the nice thing about about what we do is that uh, there's there's typically a lot of people that have a passion for this. You know, when I tell people mm-hmm. what I do for a living and I say that I work in the youth sports industry and I, I teach kids how to play sports, I've never met one person that says, uh, oh, okay, well, that sounds boring. <laughs> Everybody is like, <laughs> wow, that is an awesome yeah. job. How do I get involved yeah. with that? So, yeah, right. so you know, sort of knowing if, if you can connect your passion with your, with your career um, is obviously a great start. Yeah, so that kind of leads us to the next question, and that is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? 
Yeah, and a couple of those I, I had already mentioned a little bit earlier, but you know, having some sort of business experience and really understanding how to work your way around a P&L um, is it, really helpful. Um, you know, I think it's going to set you up um, a little bit faster than, than somebody coming in who's totally green to this. Um, again, having that sales and, and, and those management skills are big. And then I'll add one more since, since I already mentioned those ones, but just really using the resources from the franchisor. Um, and you, you alluded to that a little bit earlier with thinking that, you know, maybe you can do this on your own or, you know, especially in a time of crisis and where you need to pivot, it's, it's really challenging. And so we, you know, we pride ourselves on a white glove, high touch service. Um, you know, that's what our team is here for. And so our, our most successful franchisees are the ones that really tap into that system um, and, and use the resources that are available to them. Well, definitely. Definitely. So the last question here is, what does the future of franchising look like? I know you've been in franchising for quite some <laughs> time. So how do you, what do you think it looks like for the future of it? Well, I, I think it, it's going to gain more and more popularity as an option um, to be a business owner. Um, and I think that a lot of that is, especially now with, with what we've just gone through and what we're still going through is, um, you know, just to go back on what we just talked about, there's a lot of risk involved um, with the starting a new business. And so, you know, businesses in general that just start up have less than a 10% chance of success. And so when you look at a franchise model, those that you eliminate a lot of that risk. You know, you, uh -huh. you a franchise model has, has more than a 50% chance of being successful. And then we're very proud of, of the Skyhawks franchise model because more than 90% of our franchise owners um, are successful and see returns on their investment in that first year. And so I think that um, it becomes a, a more turnkey uh, option um, to take control of your life, combine your passion with your, your, your career um, and, and, and start, you know, making a, a solid living for, for yourself and for your family. Yeah, and it, it even takes it further than that. Um, what people don't also realize is that franchising can not only just make a solid living for your family, but it can it you can set it up so that it leaves a legacy for them that you could never have mm -hmm. done um, if you had stayed at a nine to five job. Don't you think? Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah, and I think. Um... You know, I mentioned that, uh, that that resale that we had over the past, um, you know, talk about leaving something for a family, you know, uh, quad, you know, more than five times your, your uh, return on your investment. Um, and that's yeah. the case for, for most of our franchise owners that do ultimately end up selling is, you know, maybe they're not looking at seven figures every time, um, but there's, there's a significant, uh, at least financial uh, legacy there. But then also just what you're doing for the community, you know, I think that's that's probably just as important is providing these opportunities for children and for families to to learn skills to to be more active you know to to um, engage with peers and make new friends. I think that's um, just something that that's so valuable in a society and in a community. Absolutely, Matt. One more time, if someone's interested in finding out more about Skyhawks, how would they do that? Yep. the The easiest way again would be just go to our website. So www.skyhawks.com, S-K-Y-H-A-W-K-S. Um, and then on that webpage, there's a franchise link right at the top. And uh, if you click on that franchise link, you'll learn a lot more about our franchise model. And you can easily contact our, um, our corporate office and, and get more information. And we can get you set up and start going through the discovery process. 
Wonderful. Thanks so much, Matt, for being on the show today. I really enjoyed hearing more about Skyhawks. Yeah, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Absolutely. So, folks, um, as, as Matt was mentioning, this is a great franchise model for those that have a passion to work with kids um, and, and that really want to make a difference. Um, it sounds as though the company is really expanding, and that's what you want. You want a franchise that is not so locked in to one single widget. They're, they are able to adapt when their demand changes because this company has been in business for over 40 years, so you know that that industry has to change. It's critical that you align yourself with a company that is flexible, flexible and, and pivots quickly and listens to the, de- the changing demands. So here's my quote for you today. This is a quote by John F. Kennedy. Physical fitness is not only one of the most important keys to, the health, to a healthy body. It is the basis of dynamic and creative and intellectual activity. So that's really important. We're not just talking about getting out and throwing a ball. Um, there's, there is that. There's the physical movement, but there, there's also the benefit that these kids have when they are out moving. Um, you know, they, they have better concentration. And one of the things I mentioned at the top of the show is it improves classroom behavior. So if you're homeschooling those kids, Yeah, you might want to think about that. Folks, thanks so much for joining me on All Things Franchising, and see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.